Hey, what's up? This is Prakriti. 2021, here we are. Hope it's going to be better than 2020. Who would have known, huh? But anyways, best wishes for 2021. And welcome to Prakriti Sessions, episode 497. Just three more weeks until the big one. Episode 500, unbelievable. And I'm going to do pretty much the same thing I did uh, last year. Or actually two years ago, just before we hit episode 400, that is Rerun the Century Broadcasts, episodes 100, 200, 300, and this time also 400. Thing is, I only have three weeks to do so, thanks to the best of 2020 needing to be aired last week. Hope you enjoyed that, by the way, episode 496. So what I'll probably do is play episode 100 tonight, 200 next week, and then on episode 499, I'm going to squeeze in both 300 as well as 400. (laughs) Since each episode is four hours long, you know what that means for 499. You have been warned. That should get you up to speed with the history lesson. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Not to worry. Just stay tuned. The broadcast continues to be a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. Please visit hostenhaise.org for more information, which is also linked to from prakriti.com. Alright, without further ado, let's take a listen to episode 100 without any edits, just the way it was broadcasted back in 2013. We had just turned two years old then, almost two years. And the energy level was at an all-time high. Hey, what's up? This is Prakriti. Shall I say it? Welcome to Pralaya Sessions 100. Wow. Let me take a moment to let it sink in. But before we continue, allow me to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. It is with your support that today we are at episode 100. Whether you've been with us since episode 001 or whether this is your first time tuning in doesn't matter. Thank you. Your weekly dose of uplifting electronic music for the last almost two years. And also a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. Sessions 100 tonight on not only trance.com.np radio, but also Revolution Radio. A super special episode this evening. Just like I promised last week, I told you it would be a two-hour special, but you know what? We may actually go over that. We will see. Episode 054 was the one-year anniversary edition in which I played you records that mattered the first year. And then, as you know, at the end of each year, I have a best of edition, in which I, so to speak, recap the best tracks of the year. The last one being episode 079, the best of 2012, a two-hour special, you might remember. So instead of doing the same thing again, that is a recap of singles that have been featured on Prala Sessions before, I've decided to do something completely different this week. How about a trip into the past? And not just any past, 
but the past that I experienced with respect to electronic music. So over the next two hours or so, allow me to share with you the records that got me into what we now call EDM, electronic dance music. I bet a lot of you have already recognized the track playing in the background, which dates back to 1993. But I believe my affinity for electronic music started well before that. And for that, we need to go back 10 more years to 1983, when I was just 8 years old. And now that I've given away how old I am, <laughs> let me change the topic by reminding you that Prala Sessions is a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. As always, please stay tuned to find out more. Alright, without further ado, let's get right into the music. The year is 1983. We're almost midway through the 80s and synth pop reigns. Here's a record that I loved then and I still do to this day. Let's kick off Prolize Sessions 100 with the one and only Eurythmics. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree?
definitely hear elements of electronic music in there that are still being used to this day. Annie Lennox and David Stewart definitely well ahead of their time. And this was the record which placed them on the map. Sweet dreams are made of this, of course, by Eurythmics. Released in 1983, along with a very peculiar video, which is now available on YouTube, of course. I sometimes wonder what we would do without YouTube. Vivid childhood memories, or rather fragments of them, perhaps. Linger in my brain of Annie Lennox pounding a table with her fist in black leather gloves. I don't know whether I remember that because I loved the song or the video was weird. <laughs> Anyways, it would be one of the last music videos I watched for a long time, as 1983 was also the year that I moved from Germany to Nepal. And to put things into perspective for you, 1983 in Nepal was pre-internet, pre-cable TV, and of course pre-mobile phones. So how could we possibly get access to music? There was one English music radio program once a week for an hour on Radio Nepal, the only radio station in Nepal then. Remember Musical Hour with Michael Chand? And he usually played music from the 70s, Earth, Wind and Fire would be his opening track every week. And the local Nepali music stores would carry nothing but pirated copies of Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Well, that was taking it to an extreme, but uh, you get the picture. By the way, I listened to both Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin as well, so respect. So, in an environment like this, how would I get my hit? Well, when there's a will, there's a way. Thank goodness for shortwave radio and the BBC World Service. My father started listening to Multitrack 1 after we moved back from Germany. Multitrack 1 was a weekly radio show which presented the UK Top 20 Singles. And although the sound quality was horrible because the shortwaves would have to travel halfway across the world, I was hooked. And the rest, as they say, is history. Let's skip forward a year now to 1984, which introduced me to a band which I started loving for a long time to come. Not sure if that was grammatically correct, but I've spoken enough. So, here are the Pet Shop Boys.
Chris Lowe, collectively known as the Pet Shop Boys, with a record that was very big for them in the early 80s, 1984 to be precise, West End Girls. Still one of my all-time favorite tracks where you can hear the nice warm synths that are very predominant in electronic music of today. I continue to listen to the Pet Shop Boys all the way to the mid-90s. And ended up owning every single album of theirs from 86 through 96. Please, actually, introspective behavior, very. And bilingual was the last one I purchased. Hmm, alright, so mixing 80s records is nothing like mixing tracks of today. <laughs> I don't think I'm even going to try going forward, so tonight I'll merely be a jukebox rather than a DJ. How about that?
that, my friends, is a build-up 80s style. You just heard the usage of Echo as well, a staple in EDM production today. On the magnificent vocals of Freddie Mercury, who left us sadly in 1991, when I was still in high school. That introduced me to his earlier work, inclusive of Bohemian Rhapsody, which I ended up loving. But this particular track was one of my all-time favorites in 1984. Queen, Radio Gaga. Tuned into Prowess Sessions, episode 100, with me, Prakriti. We're celebrating the 100th episode of Prowess Sessions, your weekly electronic music radio show, with a look back. And back it is indeed, about 30 years. Started in 1983, and now we're in 1984. We're taking a look at the records that helped shape my affinity towards electronic music. Predominantly synth pop, I must say. Not that I didn't listen to other music at that time. 83 was the year of Culture Club, Michael Jackson, Rod Stewart, and UB40, to name a few. Remember Red, Red Wine? And then in 84 came George Michael, Shaka Khan, Stevie Wonder, and Lionel Richie. Yep, I listened to all that as well, but the tracks that I'm showcasing tonight are the select few that helped make a difference, or so I think, looking back. Paul Sessions is a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. Please stay tuned for details. And Paul Sessions 100 tonight is not just an electronic music radio show. We're also going to be holding an event this weekend to celebrate the 100th episode. I'll tell you more about that in this show as well. So please stay tuned. Okay, the first three tracks were by British bands, so how about we switch to America for now? One more track for 1984. Do you remember this one?
A lot of good childhood memories in there. Brought back by The Cars and their classic Drive. You're listening to ProLive Sessions 100, and let's skip up a year to 1985 now on our look back at the records that helped shape electronic music today, in my humble opinion. Or if not anything else, helped shape the affinity towards electronic music for myself.
You're tuned into Pralay Sessions. Vocals of Morten Harkett from Norway. Of course, aha, and take on me. So, what else was going on in 1985? Let's see. It was the year that Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy came out, and the year that Harold Faltermeyer was catapulted into the limelight from Germany, and introducing the world to the super saw sound. This record, I'm not even going to call synth pop. I'm just going to call it electro. Yes, in 1985 itself. The only difference from now is that he used hardware instead of software. Roland Yamaha, the Moog. Man, it must have been so much harder back then. They were definitely ahead of their time back then, breaking the bounds created by traditional musical instruments. Something that has always been my own personal motto. But let me shut up now so you can enjoy the music. Faltermeyer with Axel F. Taken from the main character's name, Axel Foley, played by Eddie Murphy, and of course, Beverly Hills Cop 1985. You're tuned into Prolet Sessions 100 with me, Prakriti, airing a very special episode today. Taking a look back, going back about 30 years or so out tunes that helped shape electronic music, at least in my book. Follow Sessions is a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. 
Wait Works is that almost all the music I feature on the program is available for purchase through our website, polysessions.com. Tracks cost as little as 99 cents thanks to Amazon MP3. And the referral proceeds of every sale are donated in their entirety to Hoste Haise, a non-profit NGO that's been around for the last 23 years supporting the education of underprivileged children, amongst other activities. Please check out the Hoste Haise website at hostehaise.org for more info. Or if you have 15 minutes, check out the Hoste Haise documentary on YouTube, which succinctly summarizes the activities of Hoste Haise in a mere 15 minutes. Both the website as well as the YouTube documentary linked to from our website, ProLessessions.com. I always announce on every show, it's a win-win for all parties involved. The original artists who make the music as you purchase and download their music legally... You, as you get the music for a very affordable price, almost never over $1. And most importantly, the underprivileged children in Nepal. I have some additional news on the fundraiser coming up. As promised before, I said I'd announce it on episode 100. So please make sure you stay tuned for that. But let's continue with the show now. Let's see, how about I play one more track from 1985 before we skip to 1986. And as we go through the years, you'll notice a progression of electronic sounds. For better or worse, you be the judge. In 1985, the following record told me it is okay to loop a sample incessantly. Check it out. They fought the longest war in American history. They fought the longest war in American history. In 1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war, but it wasn't. It was different in many ways, and so were those who did the fighting. In World War II, the average age of the combat soldier was 26. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. Oh, 
Hardcastle with the anti-Vietnam War single, 19. It made waves worldwide in 1985. Perhaps the first record in which I remember continuous looping of various samples. You can imagine what it looked like when I was 10 years old and walking around the house singing, na 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 19. I lived in an extended family and my uncles and aunts were wondering if my stuttering had taken a new shape. Yes, I did stutter as a child. <laughs> I still do, I guess, when I'm nervous. But anyways, you're tuned into Prolize Sessions 100 now on Revolution Radio as well as trance.com.np radio. A very special episode this evening. Taking a break from the usual programming. The usual being uplifting electronic music, the latest and the greatest. This week, taking a look back we started in 1983 and now are in 1985. Taking a look at records that helped shape electronic music, in my humble opinion. Hope you're enjoying the show so far of this very special broadcast. I wasn't really sure what was going on. I wasn't really sure what was going on. 
1986 was the year of Top Gun. Yes, Tom Cruise. It was also a good year for Giorgio Moroder, legendary producer from Italy, who produced this record. And of course, you'll remember it as Berlin with Take My Breath Away. Did you know, though, Berlin is actually an American band from Los Angeles? Influenced by German band Kraftwerk, perhaps. And this was their only chart-topping hit back then. Used to be a sharp distinction between producers and bands back then. Not so much anymore in the electronic music world. Where the producer and the performer is more or less the same person, the DJ. Coincidentally, Giorgio Moroder made headlines last week when he announced that he is going to turn into a DJ at the age of 73, and he does not know why. <laughs> Hello Sessions 100, shall we take it up to 1987? What is synth pop without new order, right? I definitely need to get digital remasters of these tracks as the originals that I have are falling apart, as you can tell. <laughs> My entire childhood music collection is in music cassettes, MCs. Toward the late 90s, I started collecting CDs, and now I just have everything on my laptop, like everyone else, but I wonder what will be next. I feel so extraordinary, something's got hold on me, I get this feeling I'm in motion, a certain sense of Out one of the greatest synth pop bands of the 80s, showcasing vocalist Bernard Sumner and bassist Peter Hook, whose book The Hacienda I enjoyed tremendously. 
You should check it out if you haven't done it already. It tells you how not to run a club. <laughs> You're tuned into Prolife Sessions 100 on trends.com.np radio and now also on Revolution Radio. We're still working out the details of our weekly broadcast on Revolution Radio every Friday evening. We should have more info for you on that soon. But in the meantime, feel free to check out rvlradio.com. Nevertheless, I hope you enjoyed the first broadcast last week on Revolution Radio, which was episode 099. Call Sessions 100 this weekend. We not only have a very special episode of the radio show, but we also have an event on the ground. And not just an event, not just a party, but a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. As I've been announcing over the last couple of weeks, a zero overhead event where all time and materials has been donated by the people involved with the event. DJ Ronnie, DJ Sakar, DJ Gurkhali, DJ Harke, and myself putting in our time, effort, as well as equipment to make it a successful program. This Memorial Day weekend, please check out ProLifeSessions.com for more info inclusive of venue, time, and directions. If you can't physically attend the event, please check it out on Facebook where you can interact with other folks attending it. The Facebook event is linked to from our website, ProLifeSessions.com. Okay, let's continue with the music. Shall we pick up the pace a little and jump to the next year? Let me see, where are we? Okay, 1987. Let's leap forward to 1988. In this very special episode, looking back at the records that got me into electronic music, which are probably records that shaped electronic music of today as well, in my humble opinion. We started at 1983, and we're now at 1988.
second single from the Pet Shop Boys on the show tonight. A cover of an Elvis Presley classic, Always On My Mind. If I had more time, I'd probably feature all of the Pet Shop Boys tracks on this show, but uh, in the interest of making it a little more diverse, I will stop at two. This record was a perfect example then of how a classic can be revitalized for the present. And in a completely different genre. Pet Shop Boys do it again later with the 1960s track, Can't Take My Eyes Off You. They take it one further by coupling it with U2's Where the Streets Have No Name. But that doesn't happen till much later, in 1991. But we're still in 1988, as far as this show is concerned. But I think it's time to take it a step forward. Please welcome 1989, the year I believe changed it all. I was 14 years old in 8th grade and I was taking it all in. I'd already heard the term techno, but for the first time then I heard the terms acid house and ambient and then there was Chill Out. And this particular tune was supposed to be an amalgamation of all three. Maybe the people that presented it didn't know what the hell was going on. Because all of this was so new back then. Either way, I loved it from the start. Sessions. 808 State with Pacific State, British electronic music outfit from Manchester, who took their name from obviously the Roland 808 drum machine. And from there, everything else started making sense 303, 606, 909, or what have you. 1989 was the year I was introduced to a lot of different styles in music as part of the overall electronic umbrella, that is. While music in the mid-80s followed a specific pattern in synth-pop, which was verse, chorus, verse, sometimes followed by a bridge, 
The introduction of these various subgenres in electronic music broke all those rules. Case in point, the bass line is the melody in this track. We tuned into Prala Sessions 100 with me, Prakriti, on trance.com.np radio and now also on Revolution Radio. If you've just joined us, welcome. We're taking a look back this week at records which helped shape electronic music, in my opinion. Now from Manchester, let's go to Chicago. French Kiss, and those of you who know this track are probably going to be upset that I'm going to cut it off right here. But I want to make this radio show kid-friendly, if you know what I mean. The Prolo Sessions 100 event is 18+, plus, though. I might play the full version then. How about that? But let's give Little Louis some justice then by playing another track of his from 89. Hello? Hello? Lewis, is that another crank call? No. I know who it is. Where did you go? 
not your place to ask me that anymore. Why not? Because where I go and with whom is no longer your concern. You are taking care of business. And how do you know? To little Louis, oh my goodness, what a great tune! This one was called I Called You, as you may have already guessed. So, yeah, like I said, 1989 was a very special year, got introduced to all sorts of different kinds of music. But the kind of music that would remain predominant for me probably started with this single. There it goes. We've got four on the floor. The 4x4 kick drum, which I call the no-bullshit straight-to-the-point kick drum, which a lot of electronic music is based upon to this day, and predominantly trance. We're still in 1989. I'm still in eighth grade. And for some odd reason, all of my friends in school were listening to heavy metal or soft rock and I was the only weirdo listening to Pump Up The Jam. Pump up the jam, pump it up, while your feet are stumping. And the jam is pumping, look ahead, the crowd is jumping. Pump it up a little more, get the party going on the dance floor. See, cause that's where the party's at, and you find out if you do that.
reason it was called new beat then but the name said it all technotronic pump up the jam grandchild of joe bogart from belgium if i had more time i'd feature all of the technotronic tracks get up before the night is over the follow-up to pump up the jam and then this beat is technotronic featuring yakit k and mc eric respectively Both favorite tracks of mine. I still remember very vividly my friend Samir from high school teasing me. He would say, Bump up the jam, <laughs> But you know what? I didn't care and I just kept on listening. The same year in 1989, I befriended VJ Grover and he is my first friend who I met through music. Apparently he would listen to the BBC World Service as well. So all of a sudden, I was not the only weirdo anymore. <laughs> we ended up making a game that we would play in class. It was actually pretty lame now that I look back and think about it, but uh, it was fun at the time. As our teachers gave lectures, we would try to find references to names of artists or names of singles in electronic music. For example, in physics class, if our teacher would mention black box... We would smile and mark a point. 1989 was also the year for Black Box. Here is Right On Time.
And the new era of sampling had begun when the trio from Italy decided to sample Lolita Holloway's 80s disco hit Love Sensation without permission, apparently. But it didn't matter because this record was such a huge hit that the out-of-course settlement was probably a drop in the bucket. Who the heck is the girl on the cover and in the music video, then? She is a French model lip-syncing. Introduced the manufactured superstar to some extent. One of the reasons I never really ended up liking Black Box too much. But this record plays a huge role in the history of dance music as... Sampling had just taken a new turn. It was also the dawn of Italo dance. You're tuned into Prolo Sessions 100 on trance.com.np radio and now also on Revolution Radio. We're taking a break from the regular programming that is uplifting electronic music, the latest and the greatest. We're showcasing records from the past. Records that help shape electronic music that it is today. Disclaimer, in my opinion. Showcasing some records that I grew up with. We started in 1983 and we're now in 1989. I think it's time to hit... 1990. Time for the Guru, and without a doubt, that was Guru Josh. A track that I have featured on Prala Sessions before, believe it or not, but obviously in a remix. Prala Sessions 048, around this time last year, featured the Robbie Rivera Juicy Mix. If you're interested in checking that one out, head on over to PralaSessions.com, our website. For all previous episodes of the radio show are archived for you to download or stream on demand. So if you want to check out a regular episode of Prolight Sessions, 
we showcase uplifting electronic music, mostly new releases. You now know where to go. ParalyzedSessions.com Sessions, not just an electronic music radio show, but also a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. I've already told you about how almost all of the music I feature on the program is available for purchase through our website, which ultimately supports the fundraiser. Tonight, for the first time, I'm also going to announce that you don't need to purchase music to support the fundraiser. You can head straight to the Hosting IC website and make a donation if you wish. Anything as low as $1 will also help. PayPal accepted. The URL to the Hosting IC website, once again, hosting Also linked to from our website, pralaisessions.com. Sessions 100, we're taking a look back at the records that helped shape electronic music. Started in 1983 and now are up to 1990. Now here's a track that made it really big in 1990 and still ranks very high in my books.
track that catapulted Seal into the limelight and left Adamski, the original producer of the track, right where he started at. It's very interesting how these things work, where the actual producer of the record does not make it big, but the vocalist does. Another example, Ayo. Nadia Ali is still very successful, but whatever happened to Marcus Moser, huh? Music world is an interesting place. That, of course, was Killer by Adamski featuring Seal from the year 1990. And now, here's another good one from the same year. There's a woman on the outside 
looking inside, does she see me? No, she does not really see me Cause she sees her own reflection And I'm trying not to notice That she's hitching up her skirt And while she's straightening her stockings Her hair has gotten wet record we open another chapter in electronic dance music this actually happens quite a lot these days where an acoustic version of a song is taken and a dance version made if you do your research on gareth emery concrete angel the number one trance record of 2012 you'll find a similar formula being used not to discredit the remixer slash producer in any way but in this case, Suzanne Vega wrote the original in 1981. Nine years later, it is remixed by British duo DNA. The result, a worldwide hit. But not before Suzanne Vega's record label decided to buy the bootleg off of DNA instead of taking them to court. Well, remember, all of this is happening pre the explosion of the internet and MP3. So we're talking pressed bootlegs circulated around clubs. On a side note, Tom's Diner is actually also referred to the mother of MP3. I'll let you Google that one. <laughs> Tune into Paralyzed Sessions, episode 100, with me, Prakriti, on trance.com.np radio, as well as Revolution Radio. And we continue. So tell me, how many of you know Norman Cook? Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city. This is jam hot. This is jam hot. Don't know Norman Cook? Well, how about Fat Boy Slim then? Now you know him. Well, this is Fatboy Slim in the 90s, under his real name, Norman Cook, when he formed Beats International right after leaving the House Martins. This one features Lindy Layton on vocals.
Boy Slim was doing in 1990. Yeah, it definitely caught my attention. Little did I know that I would still be a fan of his 20 years later. Actually saw him at Ultra Music Festival earlier this year. DJing bare feet and dropping con los terroristas. Nineteen ninety was a good year. Let me try and squeeze in a couple more tracks from then.
The Adventures of Stevie V, short form for Vincent, and the record entitled Dirty Cash Money Talks. Bringing back a lot of good memories for me from the 90s. Hope it's doing the same for you, or if you were too young then, maybe take this as a good lesson in history. As we take a look back at records that helped shape my affinity for electronic music. We started in 1983 and we are now 1990. On this very special episode of Prolize Sessions on trance.com.np radio as well as Revolution Radio. Not just an electronic music radio show, but also a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. In case you missed the details, they are all online. ProLiSessions.com ProLiSessions 100, we continue. 1990 was also a very special year as it introduced me to one crazy British duo. Have you heard of the KLF? and Bill Drummond were one of a kind I'll give you that just when you think you've seen it all introduce these two <laughs> that Moo Moo in the background is referring to the justified ancients of Moo Moo <laughs> which in turn refers to the cultish organization the Illuminati and now you can just imagine what their video clips were like you can check them out on YouTube if you're interested the KLF which stands for Copyright Liberation Front Categorized by some as Acid House, but I'm not really sure how to categorize a unique crazy sound like this. As crazy as it may be, this record still does it for me every single time. 
Speaking of Crazy Records, 1990 was an experimental era for electronic dance music, as is portrayed by the next record. Here's LFO by LFO. better quality sound file of this record as the bass parts are the ones that really make it special. Two guys from the UK who were labeled as making IDM, intelligent dance music, whatever that means. Well, it must mean a track like this. <laughs> yeah, but this one caught my attention in 1990 as we recap records from the last 30 years that made electronic music what it is today, in my personal opinion. Via Prolize Sessions 100, celebrating the 100th episode of Prolize Sessions. What did I tell you about the bass, huh? While we're on experimental music, let me feature another one. And this one comes from Orbital, who we opened up the session with, at least the intro part. But that record was from 1993, and we're not there yet. We're still in 1990. And the story behind this one is that it was recorded for less than one British pound. So let's take a listen. Thank you. 
You're tuned into Pralay Sessions. Brothers hard at work there, aka Orbital and Chime. Again from the UK. Almost felt like all experimental electronica stemmed from there at the time. You're tuned into Prolize Sessions on trance.com.np radio as well as Revolution Radio with me, Prakriti. We're celebrating the hundredth episode of Prolize Sessions this week taking a break from the usual programming, which is uplifting electronic music, the latest tracks, and my current favorites. This week, as part of episode 100, we're featuring tracks of the past, a journey into the last 30 years. Started at 83, 1983 that is, and we're now at 1990, almost done with the year, I think. Maybe two more before we go to 91. Follow Sessions, not just an electronic music radio show, but also a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. If you'd like to help out with the fundraiser, help us spread the word, you can do so through social media. We're in both Facebook as well as Twitter. Look us up. Prolize Sessions is the handle on both like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Pick your poison. Thank you. Also, if you run your own website, there's a Prolet Sessions widget you can implement, which will automatically stream the latest edition of Prolet Sessions for your visitors on demand. Shoutout goes to aeronepal.com, latest implementer of the Prolet Sessions widget. Remember aeronepal.com for all your travel needs. More info about the widget inclusive of a link to aeronepal at prolisessions.com. All right, I've spoken enough. Let's continue with the music. We're still in the year 1990.
you're tuned into Pralay Sessions. This record needs no introduction whatsoever. But did you know that Richard Melville Hall is now 47 years old and he was born on September 11th? But he was only 25 when he released this record, which is still a worldwide electronica anthem. He's from New York City, he still DJs, and he's better known to the world as Moby. This track made a huge impact on me when I was 15 years old as I was going, wow, you can actually make a record with two words, go and yeah. Like I said, 1990 was a very special year. As you can see, we started with synth pop and then shifted towards experimental. How about one more synth pop tune? What is the history of electronic music without Depeche Mode?
perhaps the last synth pop record for this program. And I wanted to feature it because Depeche Mode is one of the few bands who has remixed and sampled the most in electronic music. Did you check out the Eric Pritz remix of Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus on episode 058? If not, head on over to ProLawSessions.com. This particular tune, though, taken from the same album, Violator, is Depeche Mode's comeback single since they hadn't had a hit since 1984. Enjoy the silence. Paul Sessions 100, I just featured 10 tracks from 1990 for you. Oh my goodness. We're almost at the two-hour mark already. Well, we're definitely going to go over two hours, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and transition into 1991 then. I was in my final year in high school, as high school is only until grade 10 in Nepal. And by then, I'd started listening to The Voice of America, in addition to the BBC World Service, to get my music fix. And 91 brought us sadness.
1991 introduce Enigma with the infamous Sadness Part 1. A worldwide smash that comes from Romanian-born German producer Michael Cretu, who sampled Gregorian chants over a sensual beat. The sadness is in reference to questioning sexual desires of Marquis du Sade, a French philosopher from the 1800s. Female vocals, although not highlighted, undoubtedly from Sandra, German pop singer, and his then-wife, now ex-wife. You might be interested to know that Cretu used the Gregorian chants without permission, which ended up in a lawsuit and a payment. <laughs> I guess a lot of that was still happening in the 90s. An awesome, mind-boggling track, which almost got me kicked out of class. As yeah, you guessed it, I was humming the chants. Imagine what that sounded like. And now, on Prala Sessions 100, Massive Attack.
1991 was the year when Trip Hop was born, and Massive Attack was at the helm of it. It's kind of hard to explain, but almost down-tempo. A variation of breakbeat, contains a little bit of soul, funk, and jazz, if that makes sense. Or in simple terms, hip-hop and electronica. But that explanation wouldn't do it any justice. Regardless, what's in a genre anyway, like I always say? Unfinished Sympathy by Massive Attack, a classic from 1991. You're tuned into Prolize Sessions, episode 100, with me, Prakriti. I usually personally compile and mix each episode, but this week it's different. I'm not really mixing in these tracks because I'm going chronological and, and the BPMs are all over the board. From 83 to 140, not to mention keys. Yeah, so I took the easy route. This is actually the first Prolize Sessions I'm presenting without mixing. Feels kind of weird. But like I said earlier, tonight I'm not a DJ. I'm merely a jukebox. <laughs> Next week's show, though, will be completely mixed. I promise. Let's continue with 1991 and let's change the mood a little bit. I'm going to present to you a record that you have definitely heard before. too young to remember the song from 1991 sure you've heard it at sporting events in america but well before that it was a hit in 1991 Two unlimited get ready for this we might be talking manufactured superstars once again because we're talking about a dutch euro dance group brainchilded by belgians confronted by a rapper and a singer who are the face of the group Ah, that's just too complicated for me, or too manufactured for me, how about that? Still, I was a fan, 91, 92, 93, with all the follow-up singles. No Limit, Tribal Dance, Maximum Overdrive, and Let the Beat Control Your Body. In retrospect, they were all cookie-cutter hits. But I was 16 years old, what did I know? 
Okay, so how about we switch to something more original, more experimental, perhaps? I've already played you the KLF What Time Is Love, hit from 1990. Well, they had one in 1991 as well, and it was called 3AM Eternal. It's Radio Freedom. And that, once again, was the KLF for you. And 1991 was the year that I got introduced to The Prodigy. (laughs) 
debut single from their debut album entitled Experience which would later spawn more hits like Everybody in the Place Fire and Out of Space this particular single however which contains samples from 1970s BBC public information film Charlie Says was entitled simply Charlie and now let's move to 1992 Not tonight, not, not tonight. Your name's not Dan, you're not coming in. Your name's not Dan, not, not tonight. 
1992 where the prodigy had left off in 1991 with old school drum and bass this record also categorized by some as hardcore but regardless with a track like this you definitely grab attention and it did catch mine in 1992 the year I sat for my SLC examination that is the equivalent of high school matriculation and this record definitely helped me study for my exams <laughs> the Bouncer by Kicks Like a Mule. Not tonight. You're not on the list. You're tuned into Prolize Sessions episode 100 with me, Prakriti, on trans.com.np radio and now also Revolution Radio. We're taking a break from the regular programming this week in light of celebrations for episode 100. This is your official broadcast for Prolize Sessions 100, and we're taking a look back into the history of electronic dance music. We started in 1983 and we're now at 1992. Showcasing for you records that I grew up with, which made a difference in my life, and which got me into electronic music. Not tonight. You're not on the list. What do you think of the show so far? Please send me your feedback. Prakriti at prolessessions.com is my email address. Alternatively, there's a feedback form on our website, prolisessions.com, should you wish to remain anonymous. While you're on our website, kindly check out the mailing section, which allows you to subscribe to our mailing list. One email per week, letting you know when a new Prolise Sessions is out. Prolise Sessions 100, we're officially into the third hour of the show, for the first time ever, a three-hour episode... I hope we won't go over three hours. Let's see. Not tonight. You're not on the list. So 92 was a good year for breakbeats, drum and bass, and one more genre. Or sub-genre, I should say. Have you heard of Raga? Not tonight. You're not on the list. Thank you. 
Raga, jungle, whatever you may want to call this. I think jungle actually came as a result of this. Not really sure, trying to remember. But anyways, producers Slipmat and Lime under their SL2 alias. Brilliantly entitled On a Raga Tip. What's funny is that this tune became popular in Kathmandu a couple of years after this. Apparently Bollywood, the Indian movie industry, copied this tune into a Hindi tune. Instant hit, but I bet nobody ever knew that SL2 was behind the original track. Now, have you heard this one before? For some odd reason, I don't like Pitbull's hotel room track. Is it because he sampled the Nightcrawlers and started rapping over it? Or maybe I'm in love with the original too much. The Nightcrawlers push the feeling on. Originally released in 1992, and then again in 1995, when it was a hit all over again. Yes, it was that good. Alright, I'm gonna change the mood a bit again, alright? So the story is, The Orb released a single entitled Blue Room in 1992, and it was 40 minutes long. Because of its length, it was not allowed into the UK singles chart, who had to make a rule that anything above 40 minutes would be considered an album. 
So the orb reduced the track length by three seconds and it was officially allowed as a single. It was my introduction to ambient and I loved it. this record and I don't know what it is and although the sound quality is bad because there was never a digital re-release it just sounds awesome 1992 was also a good year for The Shaman and my first exposure to references to ecstasy a great philosopher once wrote naughty naughty very naughty
his face And he goes by the name of Ebenezer Good His friends call him Ezer and he is the main geezer And he vibe by the place like no other man could He's refined, he's sublime, he makes you feel fine And very much maligned and misunderstood But if you know Ezer, he's a real crowd pleaser He's ever so good, he's Ebenezer Good You see that he's mischievous, mysterious and devious When he circulates amongst the people in the place Once you know he's fun, and something of a genius He gives a grin that goes around face to face to face Backwards and then forwards, forwards and then backwards Ezer is a geezer, he loves to muscle in That's about the time the crowd has shout the name of Ezer He's got in the corner laughing by the base bin Good indeed. No wonder this record was banned in the UK for a bit. Before hitting the number one spot, perhaps for just that very reason. Although the title of this shaman track is Ebenezer Good. Everybody knew that E actually referenced ecstasy. Drug-influenced records at the dawn of the rave era. But no raves for me because I was still in Nepal and now 17 years old. But something did come in 92. And that was cable TV and access to Star Television Asia, which carried MTV. And perfect timing it was right after my SLC exams. So I probably watched this Prodigy video a hundred times that year. <laughs> Here's Out of Space.
From the prodigy, let's calm things down a little now. And in my opinion, the seeds of trance have been sown.
the subgenre of electronic music that I would fall deeply in love with. Uplifting and melodic trance. And with this record, I can actually trace it back all the way to 1992. If you're a regular listener of Prolize Sessions, you will know that this is the sound that dominates my sets. A nice melody, a powerful beat, and warm vocals. We're actually now in territory that is recognizable today. The magnificent vocals of Kirsty Hackshaw, who I featured a couple of times on Prolize Sessions already. Most notably for her track with BT, A Million Stars. You should check that one out if you haven't already. I kick off episode 009 with it. But in 1992, Kirsty Hackshaw was part of Opus 3, a quartet from England. And their music was still categorized as techno. Story behind this record, It's a Fine Day is that it was originally sung by Jane Lancaster in 1983 and then re-recorded by Opus 3 in 1992 for it to be a major international hit. You're tuned into Prolog Sessions 100 with me, Prakriti. A very special episode this weekend. Taking a look back at the history of electronic music, so to speak. We started at 1983, and we're now in 1992. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. We're approaching the three-hour marker. Something tells me that we'll probably go beyond three hours as well. Oh boy. But let's continue with the music, as we don't do this every day. Next week, we'll have a regular Prolize Sessions. And that should be just 60 minutes. So how about one more track from 1992 before we move up to 1993? Don't you want me, 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 don't you want me,
Subgenre and EDM. It was called Hard Bag. It was a combination of high energy and handbag. The subgenre was short lived though. It was gone by the mid 90s or so they say. Still a massive record, one that I fell in love with in 1992. If it sounds familiar, it has been sampled by Mech in a record that I featured on Prolize Sessions 005. But you know what? Felix actually sampled Joe Manda in this record, Don't You Want Me. Alright, let's go to 1993 now. It was the year Eurodance reigned. Oh, 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 
Thorsten Fenslauch, German DJ from Frankfurt, formed Culture Beat in 1989. But it wasn't until 1993 that they took the charts by storm with this single, Mr. Vane. Since cable TV had arrived in Nepal by then, watched the video of this record probably a hundred times as well. <laughs> 1993 spawned a lot of similar Eurodance acts as well, like Capella and Hathaway, whose record What Is Love is probably more famous now as a joke, thanks to Saturday Night Live. If I had more time, I'd feature them, but we're almost at three hours and we're still in 1993. On this very special episode of Prolize Sessions, episode 100 where we're taking a break from the regular programming that is uplifting electronic music, the latest and the greatest. And this week, we're rather taking a look back. A look back at records that helped shaped electronic music that it is today, in my humble opinion, and records that I grew up with. We started in 1983, and we're now in 1993. 10 years in approximately 160 minutes. You're tuned into trance.com.np radio as well as Revolution Radio. Quick reminder that Prolife Sessions is not only an electronic music radio show, but also a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. For more info, please visit our website, prolifesessions.com. And in 1993, disco almost made a comeback.
originally recorded by Hal Melvin and the Blue Notes. There became a disco song in the 70s and covered in 1993 by West End featuring Sybil, the version you just heard. Almost time to step up to 1994, but we can't leave 93 just yet because I haven't featured this particular record yet. I used this as the intro earlier this evening. And you might remember me saying that it was a track from 1993. And it's by someone who I've actually already featured earlier in the show today. In 1990 with Chime. Yes, we're talking about Orbital. And on this particular record, they took a sample from another track that I've already featured on the show today as well. Yes, in electronic music, it's all about sampling each other. <laughs> Sampling in question is Kirsty Hackshaw's voice from It's a Fine Day, Opus 3. But this record is entitled Halcyon. Dedication to the Hartnell brothers' mother, who was addicted to a tranquilizer of the same name. The Hartnell brothers, of course, are Orbital. And if you think you've heard this before, it's probably on the Hackers soundtrack, or maybe Mortal Kombat. Both of them use it. Apollo Sessions 100, we're breaking a new record today by airing a show well over two hours, and I think we're going to cross three hours as well. Next week, we'll have a regular episode, 60 minutes of the latest and the greatest in uplifting electronic music. And did you know you can tune in right from your smartphone? Radio Nepali for the Android and Nepali FM for the iPhone are two free apps, and when installed... The latest edition of Prolly Sessions will be a mere tap away. More info at prolysessions.com.
Are you guys ready to leave 93 and enter to enter 1994 I had to choose between this track and Cotton Eye Joe which you guys have probably heard already as it's more popular but they're both pretty much the same kind of music techno with country whatever you may want to call it 
Swamp Thing by The Grid, making the banjo the key instrument. Reminds me of Avicii bringing a banjo on stage during UMF this year. <laughs> Well, 1994 was the year that I went to the United States for my further studies, and that almost killed my addiction towards electronic music because I couldn't find any in America. Now remember, this was pre-Napster. And nobody had heard of MP3 in 1994. MTV in Nepal was MTV Asia, which was influenced by MTV Europe. And therefore, a lot of electronic dance music. But things in America were very different, I learned. With R&B dominating everything. So one of the first things I did was get myself a shortwave radio. Couldn't find one anywhere. But then Radio Shack saved the day. It seemed like the only place in America that sold shortwave radios. 
So the records I'm playing for you now, I got to know through shortwave radio, tuning in from America. This one that I just played was Baby D, Let Me Be Your Fantasy. Okay, let's move on to 1995 now. Also officially entering the fourth hour of Prolet Sessions 100. Probably the last song I grew an affinity towards through shortwave radio. By 1995, I was a year in the US and the rigors of college life, not to mention partying, which I guess had to do with my being 20 years old at the time. Yeah, all that got in the way. So my shortwave radio got packed away. And I, believe it or not, stopped listening to the BBC Top 20 after 12 years. But something happened in America in 1995. I couldn't believe it when local FM stations in the US had started playing this record. Yeah. 
finally had some EDM on American radio stations. The record needs no introduction, missing by everything but the girl in the Todd Terry remix. And then something else happened in America in 1996. tuned into Pralay Sessions.
was actually quite surprised to hear a track this high of BPM on American radio stations. Almost double of R&B. But it did happen, and it was the onset of a new beginning, albeit slowly. Now in 2013, we finally have EDM crossover mainstream. With even Justin Bieber having electronic elements in his music. Ugh. But this was Robert Miles, with of course children, introducing the world to Dream Dance in 1996. You're tuned into Prolet Sessions episode 100 with me, Prakriti, on trance.com.np radio as well as Revolution Radio. Taking a break from the regular programming, showcasing the latest and greatest in uplifting and electronic music. This week, we're taking a look back at, so to speak, the history of electronic dance music, how I personally grew up with it. We started in 1983, and now in 1996, we find ourselves. The show is a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. I've already told you how you can help out, but in case you missed it, head on over to ProLiveSessions.com for more info. We're in the fourth hour of ProLiveSessions 100, and looking at what we've covered so far, I think it would be safe to assume that we can go up to 99 by the end of the fourth hour, or so I hope. So if all goes as planned, this will be a four-hour session. Wow. A new record for ProLive Sessions. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Well, Sessions 100, let's continue with the music now. By 1996, I'd befriended quite a few international students at the university I attended. And every summer, when the European students went home, I asked them to bring me back some EDM CDs. Now remember, in 96, the internet had already taken off, but file and music sharing was still fairly new. That's why I still relied on physical CDs. And that is exactly how I got to love this record. A huge hit in Europe in 96. I never even heard it play in America at all. So thank goodness for friends, huh? Please enjoy Insomnia by Faithless. Love to my girl on the heath 
Tearing off tights with my teeth But there's no release, no peace I toss and turn without cease Like a curse, open my eyes and rise like yeast At least a couple of weeks since I last slept Kept taking sleepers But now I keep myself pet Deeper still, the night I write by candlelight I find in sight fundamental movement So when it's black, this insomniac Take an original tack Keep the beast in my nature Under ceaseless attack I get no sleep I can't get no sleep Unmistakable vocals of Maxi Jazz, who formed Faithless alongside Sister Bliss and Rolo. Rolo's the same guy from Jomanda, Don't You Want Me? On which Felix based his sample on. They had two more hits after this one God is a DJ and We Come One. Now, 1996 was the year I got introduced to Underworld. I guess primarily through the movie Train Spotting. And they indeed were different.
So what did I tell you about being different? Oh my goodness. They still perform to this day, and their live performances are one of a kind. They've been around since the 80s, but this is the track that propelled them into stardom. Born Slippy. Alright, let's slow down the BPM 15 notches now. As Josh Wink is in the house. From Philadelphia, he introduces the world to Acid Breaks. In 1997, with the record that will go down in history as the ultimate classic.
actually originally came out in 1995, was a hit in 96, but then in 97, I had it on repeat in my car, as part of the Herbal Beats compilation. Yes, we're now in 1997, and I downloaded my first MP3, it's still pre-Napster, so I actually need to find websites on GeoCities or something like that that hosted mp3s it was my first ever exposure to edm on the internet higher state of consciousness by josh wink which i actually have featured on Paula sessions already but in the dirty south and tv rock remix that was episode 030 if you're interested checking it out now 1997 also brought us this tune and Ed Simmons, perhaps better known to the world as the Chemical Brothers, with their smash hit from 1997, Block Rockin' Beats, of course. 1997 was a really good year, gave us a couple big beat bands like this one and the Crystal Method. Oh, that should have been my segue to the next track, oh well. But you're tuned into ProLive Sessions 100 with me, Prakriti, on trance.com.np radio, as well as Revolution Radio. We're taking a look at the history of dance music. 
in particular records that I personally grew up with. We started in 1983 and now are in 1997. Looking at the clock, looks like I have less than 30 minutes left if I want to make this a four-hour broadcast. And I think we're on track to end this show at the millennium, or rather just before it, which calls for a second history broadcast, perhaps at Paula Sessions 200, huh? In which I can perhaps take you from the millennium onwards. And since I've already given away what the next track was going to be, let me just introduce it right away, once again. The Crystal Method, Busy Child. Los Angeles, Ken Jordan and Scott Kirkland, more popularly known as the Crystal Method. Their biggest hit to date, and well etched into the classics board, Busy Child. A brief change in mood as we take a dip into 1998.
Was it a comeback for Eurodance? I don't know, but there were a lot of records that sounded like this. Eiffel 65, Ayla, and this one, Alice DJ. It was actually one of DJ Jurgen's projects. Better off alone. It was 1998, I just finished college, working my first ever job in information technology. File sharing had started, to some extent. And although there was a lot of backlash, there was quite a bit of support as well. I remember Tiesto saying around that time frame that he was supportive of file sharing as his music would reach a larger audience. Well, regardless, the stuff that I was looking at then was not even available in American record stores. Alright, like I said, a very short stint in 1988, because I don't want to play any more Eurodance per se. Let's step forward into again and I will say well there's something about ATB that is not quite Eurodance per se it sounds like it but if you listen closely I don't know how to explain it but anyway there's a reason that this record 9pm is still remixed to this day change it and say One of the records that started the trance movement. ATB ended up becoming one of the biggest trance DJs. And this is one of the records that threw him into the limelight in 1999. You're tuned into Sessions 100. We're winding down the show now in the last 20 minutes. We've been taking a look back at records that helped shape dance music. Or I should say electronic dance music. 
or maybe just electronic music. And we took a look at records that I personally grew up with. We started in 1983, and now we find ourselves in 1999. What a journey. All right, so while all of this was happening in Europe, let's see what was happening in America. sessions. Once again, Norman Cook, but this time as Fatboy Slim in 1999 with this hit, Praise You. Wow, it's actually coming down to the wire. 15 more minutes. I'm selecting the last couple of tracks I want to feature tonight. And it's getting more difficult than ever. Lost 
But I think this one's a good selection, as 1999 was also the year for Chicane. In follow-up to Offshore, here's Saltwater. tuned into Pralay Sessions. Records, so little time, and believe it or not, we've come to the end of Prala Sessions 100. Well, almost. And yes, as always, I'm going to end this episode with a production of my own. But before that, the usual announcements plus some more. You've been listening to Prala Sessions 100. The 100th episode of my weekly internet electronic music radio show and a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. I hope you enjoyed the last four hours as part of a very special broadcast celebrating the 100th episode of Prolize Sessions. 
You're tuned into trance.com.np radio as well as revolution radio with me Prakriti and I would like to thank you once again for tuning in. It is with your support that we could hit episode 100 today. Thank you once again. The first ever four-hour broadcast of Pralaya Sessions. I knew this episode was going to be over two hours, but I had no idea we would actually hit four. And with the amount of music I still want to showcase for you, we could have gone much longer. But let's save that for part two. How about that? Ideas for part two storming my mind already. I'm thinking about Pralaya Sessions 200. <laughs> I took you from 1983 to 1999 today, but I left out the big jocks on purpose, as there wouldn't be enough time to feature all of them. In 1999, Armin van Buren came into the limelight with communication, as did Ferry Corsten with his remix of Adagio for Strings. The same year, Tiesto hit the limelight, and then we can't forget Sasha and Digweed, remember? Heaven sent. That'll be quite a flamboyant opening for Prolly Sessions 200. Oh boy, I'm dreaming already. <laughs> By 1999, Paul Oakenfold was already a veteran, but more so as a DJ as opposed to a producer. So that's why we didn't really hear much of him today. But we definitely will in part two, Prolly Sessions 200, where I'll take you from 1999 all the way to 2015, I guess. Because Prolly Sessions 200 will be in 2015. But before that, we have 99 more episodes. Starting next week, Prolly Sessions 101. We're going to go back to regular programming, 60 minutes of my current favorites. Latest and the greatest in uplifting electronic music. I hope you will join me. Remember, Prolize Sessions is not just an electronic music radio show, but also a fundraiser for the education of underprivileged children in Nepal. Almost all the music I feature on Prolize Sessions is available for purchase through our website. And tracks cost as little as 99 cents thanks to Amazon MP3. And the referral proceeds are donated in their entirety to Hoste Heise. And tonight, I also announced that you can make a monetary donation without music purchase directly at hostehaise.org. All major credit cards accepted. For more info on all of this, please cruise on over to ProLiceSessions.com, our website. ProLiceSessions 100, but this is not the end of the celebrations. We have the event on the ground coming up. Another fundraiser for Hoste Heise, a zero overhead event where all overhead is donated by the individuals involved in the event. DJ Harke, DJ Gorkhali, myself, venue owner DJ Sakar, and special guest DJ Ronnie. A big shout out and thank you goes out to all of them. More info on the event on our website, palasessions.com. Also, please make sure you check out the Facebook event associated to it link to from our website if you can't attend the event in person make sure you network with the folks on the facebook event and speaking of facebook if you haven't already done so kindly like us there and then you can also follow us on twitter so you can help us spread the word about the fundraiser 
And if you don't like all these technical things, then just get yourself a Prala Sessions t-shirt. You can get one online at pralasessions.com. Available in different sizes, styles, colors, and sizes. Oh, I said sizes already. I'm sorry. Well, what can I say? It's been a long session. <laughs> All right, I'm now off to coordinate the event on the ground with Harke Gorhali and Sakar. There we'll also talk about our next combined gig, most probably the ANA convention, July 4th weekend in New York City, where we're hoping to have a Prola Sessions DJ night as well. We will see. I don't want to announce anything until it's final. But you can keep yourself updated at ANANY2013.org. Polo Sessions 100, I would like to thank you once again for joining me this evening for the celebration of the 100th episode of our online radio show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will join me again next week for Polo Sessions 101, just 60 minutes, I promise. As for tonight, I'm going to leave you with a production of my own, as I always do at the end of every Prolize Sessions. And this time, since we're in the year 1999, how about a track I made in 1999? It's my first ever production, so it's a little rough on the edges. But now you probably understand where I came from. Heavy, heavy influence from the experimental 90s. The late 80s, early 90s were definitely a great era for electronic music. And I'm so glad to have been able to share my experience with you. What do you think of it? Please send me your feedback. Prakriti at prolessessions.com Okay guys, it's time for me to go. One final time, thank you. Thank you for all your support. Couldn't have done it without you. Tonight was definitely a big milestone for Prolize Sessions. So allow me to leave you with my first ever production, 1999 Pleasure Part 2. You're tuned into Prolize Sessions.